This is Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. Welcome to Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. This is where you can find out all you need or want to know about Downtown Halifax. I'm Ivy Ho, Director of Communications. And I'm Alana McDonald-Mills, Director of Marketing. We are your hosts for the Downtown Lowdown. And we will be giving you the lowdown on what's new in businesses, events, developments, and issues that affect downtown. And we talk to key individuals that help make downtown Halifax better. Here we are, Episode 9, New Year, New Episode. If you've been listening to Downtown Lowdown since we launched the first episode in September, thank you. And if you are new <laughs> yes, to downtown, thank you, thank you. <laughs> if you're new to Downtown Lowdown, we hope you will enjoy it, and we hope you will tell your friends, family, coworkers, and everybody you know to listen to it. <laughs> Share it on social media. Yes, I told Alana the other day that we have a fan in Waterloo, Ontario. Yay! My brother. <laughs> it's really good for anyone anywhere. Like you can listen to it anywhere and enjoy it, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so Ivy. New Year. Let's talk about New Year's resolutions. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you mentioned that. Any you'd like to share with earlier us? Earlier today, and it's like, oh, think of some resolutions. Like, oh, well, I guess spend less money. Spend less money. Yeah, that's a good one. Be more fiscally responsible. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. How's it going yeah. so far? Not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not great, to be honest. My husband and I were talking, and we want to make a plan for better sleep. Mm, oh, yeah. Because I am really awful for staying up too late at night, especially because I have two young kids, mm-hmm. and by the time I get them to bed, it's the only time that I have I can totally relate. time to do stuff or time for myself. Mm-hmm. But, and then I end up staying away, up way too late, and I'm always brain dead. So that's something we've been talking about is how do we shift our bedtime earlier to try, and also try to get up earlier. But I don't know. I don't know how. It's not working out very well so far. I know, because then when do you have your me time? I know. It's like I have no time for myself. Yeah. You have to get your kids to bed at 5 p.m. That's right. As soon as they get home, they go <laughs> yeah. right to bed. Like, go to yeah. bed. Straight bed. 5.30. In bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eat dinner in bed. Go to, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I want to do this year is I want to read more. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I used to be a big reader. I actually have um, my BAs in English, so I used to read Same a year. lot. Yeah? Yeah. That's why we're so smart. Oh, yes, right? that's, exactly, that's, right. yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> but I, I used to read so much, and then I really yeah. stopped reading novels for adults when I had my kids. Um, so now I'm trying to read more before bed every night. Really yeah, good. the yeah. reading for pleasure thing has really dropped off yes. for me, yeah. for sure. Um, before my son was born, I did read some comedy kind of books, you okay. know, like oh, Mindy Kaling yeah. or Amy yeah. Poehler, yeah. you know, those kind of like comedian written books and and now nothing even, not even a novel, nothing. So I've gotten into murder mysteries because I find them really easy to read. <laughs> I like the old ones, like Agatha Christie and P.D. James. Okay. Yeah, so I read, like, no I judgment get here. Books, <laughs> just read a couple of chapters for bed, mm-hmm. and I just find it helps me to sleep better. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It would settle you down for sleep. Yeah, so. it does. So those are my two resolutions. I think those are pretty, well, the sleep thing's probably not attainable, but I think reading is, mm-hmm. should be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one is yoga for me, like doing oh, yeah. more yoga. But one. I'm trying to do more yoga. And ha- having a, a new yoga studio downtown really helps. Yes, that's so right. Barrington yeah. Body Works. I've been going there um, on hopefully on a regular. Oh, I did go last this week once, and mm-hmm. then I'll go, yeah, I have a 10 class pass. So that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. I do yoga at lunch at Halifax Dance. Oh, yeah. So there's that's different right. places you can go yeah. yoga downtown. Yeah. Yeah. So resolutions, right. there you go. There you go. We, we made some and we did it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ongoing. That's half the battle. We'll report later. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> so we have an exciting episode today. We have Erica Pellerin from Discover Halifax here, and she is going to tell us about all the things you can do this winter in downtown Halifax. We also have BizBuzz with our new membership engagement manager, Luke McLaren. And we'll be talking about Wake Up Downtown Halifax during the shameless self-promotion segment. And Morgan Mullen is back with the Coast Top 5 events for January 21st to February 3rd, and we are interviewing Chloe Kennedy, Waste Resource Education Officer with HRM, on how to maximize your recycling and compost efforts, plus tips on how to reduce waste at home and at work. Let's start with our interview with Erica. Okay, let's do this. Today we're welcoming Erica Pellerin to Downtown Lowdown. Erica is the Vice President, Marketing and Visitor Experience at Discover Halifax. Discover Halifax is the regional destination marketing organization for the Halifax Regional Municipality. Its goal is to promote Halifax as a destination of choice for leisure and business travelers. Welcome to the Downtown Lowdown, Erica. Thank you. We appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today about winter activities and events in Downtown Halifax. Um, But first, let's start with Discover Halifax. We touched a bit on what Discover Halifax does in the intro, but can you tell us a bit more about the organization for our listeners? 
Sure thing. So as you mentioned, we're the designated uh, destination marketing organization for um, for tourism, for the HRM, and we really have three core services. So the first one is sales, and that's really about bringing meetings and conventions to the city. Mm-hmm. And then the other two are the ones that I'm responsible for. for. So the second one is leisure marketing, and it's exactly the way it sounds. It's about bringing leisure visitors to the HRM. And then the third one is membership and visitor experience. So mm-hmm. we have about 500 members. We're a membership-based organization. And the visitor experience program is really about uh, providing visitors with things to do in the city. So we provide tools such as a visitor guide, maps, kiosks, a visitor channel, um, in hotels, etc. And that really is about helping to promote all the great things that um, visitors can do and really showcasing the members that we mm-hmm. have in the industry. And what about you? What is your role at Discover Health? <laughs> so uh, of those three core services that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. I am responsible for the second two. And they really are very complementary. So it's about sharing all the great things there is to do mm-hmm. in the region. And there's a ton. Halifax is booming. There's a ton of momentum. There's always something going on. And then again, on the visitor information side, it's really ensuring that when visitors do come to the city and the region that they know what there is to do because our goal is to have really happy visitors that leave the place you know, with great word of mouth and really selling the city on our behalf. As we mentioned, <laughs> this episode is about winter activities and events. Before we get into what is happening in downtown Halifax this winter, how does Discover Halifax find out about all these events? So I wish it was an easy process, <laughs> but it's not. Um, we do, you know, a, a lot of different things to try to find out what's happening. So right. we scour Facebook, we look on websites, we um, look at our partners that we mm-hmm. know do things all the time, like what's happening at Scotia Bank, what's happening at Neptune, you know, what and other events are going on. We do the same thing. And we do the yeah. same thing with yeah. Halifax. The yeah. same thing, and we always tell our members tell us what's happening because it's such an ideal world that if they tell us what's happening that we can promote them we always Mm -hmm. say if we don't know what's happening we can't promote you however if we do we're more than happy to share what you're doing so it's not the easiest of process but Mm -hmm. it's our job that's what we do yeah that's what we do also yeah um so how can people get in touch with you who do they contact if they have an event i guess if they're members they can let you know if they're members they can contact us directly but Mm -hmm. the the biggest thing is hashtag discover halifax like you can tag us in what you you do reach out directly you know, through our social media channels, like any, quite frankly, way <laughs> that you yeah. want to contact us, we're more than happy to, to have it. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. So let's jump in. So what are some activities and events taking place uh, in downtown Halifax this winter? I'm so glad you asked that. I think <laughs> in, in February in particular, I know it's kind of seen as the, the saddest month, I think they call it, and it's yeah. really people want to hibernate. But the thing with Halifax is there's almost as much to do in the city in the winter as there is in the summer. And I think the best cure for the winter blues is to get out. To get out and do stuff. It, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. So I think one of the first things that's coming up throughout the month of February is Dine Around. Mm-hmm. So this is an annual event. It's been running for about 15 years. Um, but three years ago, we started working directly with the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia to really give it a little bit more marketing power. Okay. So what Dine Around is, is it's a, a really a celebration of the culinary offerings in the city. So restaurants can offer different price point menus, mm-hmm. um, ranging from $10 to $50, really on anything they want. So we give them all sorts of flexibility. If they want to mm-hmm. offer a three-course meal, if they want to ap- offer drinks and appetizers, like what we really want is restaurants to showcase you know, what they can do mm-hmm. and be really, really creative. And I think as a visitor or even a local for that matter, it's a great opportunity to go to a restaurant that you haven't tried before. It is, yeah. You know, because a lot of times they're the, the reduced rates on the on food and, and why not mm. go out and try, you know, tacos at Antoho if you've never done that yeah. before. Yeah. Or even like one of the more expensive restaurants, you can go and try them out and yeah. yeah. I know Press really Gang. Nice. Yeah. As a treat, yeah. 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 Press Gang last year had an awesome menu, and they're involved. Again, this year okay. we had 64 restaurants participating. Wow, that's a wow. lot. <laughs> yeah, so it's growing and growing every yeah. year, which is which is awesome. And so, yeah, the higher price point ones go out for a nice evening. I mean, yeah. some of them do have blackouts, but February does house Valentine's Day. Yes, exactly, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have to be a couple thing. It can definitely be a, yeah, a you friend. Yeah, girlfriends. Yeah. Girls yeah. night, yeah. you know. Why not take your grandparents up for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> There's all sorts of <laughs> things not? that you yeah. can yeah. do. Yeah. But it's it's a good opportunity to get out. And I think on that vein, continuing on with the the culinary scene, um, the Restaurant Association, again, of Nova Scotia puts on a whole bunch of really great 
uh, culinary events. So mm-hmm. there's the Savor Food and Wine Festival, as we, I think many of us know a lot about, which is happening again at the Halifax Convention Center. Um, but they also do Imbibe, which is a cocktail, um, which is a cocktail program. Um, so if you're into that, that's really cool. There's a craft beer cottage party at the yes, Seaport like Market. Fun. That yeah. is, yeah, always fun. And then we're on five fine wines. Um, that one sells out really, really quickly. Is that so, the one with chocolate? Yeah, oh, a lot yes. of times they have they have pairings, and that <laughs> yeah. one sells out really, really yeah. quickly. Where's that one held? Is that one at? That one is at the casino. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, you know, why not plan a great event in February to get out something to look forward to? Yeah, <laughs> you know? something different to do. Exactly. I haven't been to Saber Food and Wine in a couple of years now, but you have been, uh, been at the convention center. It was a couple center. of years ago. Yeah, yeah it was at yeah. the convention center, mm-hmm. and it was a great event. Mm-hmm. It was huge. There were so many people, so many yeah. booths. Uh, so it was great to just sample, even sample different uh, restaurants. Once you're in, you can eat and drink. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Everything, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the whole so time. Again, it's another opportunity to go and try something you haven't tried before. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's super fun. It's super social. So it's just, mm-hmm. it is. It's yeah. a fun thing to do. It's great to run into people that you know, and yeah. you know, you're all in a good mood because you're eating yeah. and drinking and just having a great <laughs> time and sampling. also a good opportunity to meet the businesses Absolutely, and the chefs yeah. and the people that work at the restaurants. Yeah. I mm-hmm. took a lot of yeah. pictures of, you know, the downtown businesses when I was there two years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were a lot of a uh, lot of different restaurants and yeah, getting to know the people that work there and the, some of the chefs are there on site. So it's a really good opportunity. Yeah, yeah you yeah. certainly see the passion that they bring out when you have someone who's there cooking day mm-hmm. in and day out. They want to tell you what they're cooking. Exactly. They want to tell you, yeah. you know, why come to this place, what makes it special. So it really is an awesome event. And on the back of that, too, the NSLC has their annual Festival of Wines event. Mm-hmm. So there's multiple events in there as well. Um, but if whiskey is your thing, that's really cool. And, and it's yeah. not just about whiskey. They also have different pairings as well. There's a grand tasting. Um, this year I was actually looking. They have a new event called the Cocktail Social, which is women in whiskey. Oh, okay. nice. And it's at Julep. And oh, so that's, that's cool. a new one, which um, I thought looks really, really cool. That so, is cool. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of digging. You find I know a lot of guys stuff. who have, like, their whiskey guys club, <laughs> but I don't know yeah. a lot of yeah. women who are into it yet, so that's an interesting way to get into it. Yeah, it might be a, a bit of a way to ease in. It's uh, yeah. cocktails and bites and learning about whiskey, and, you know, that sounds really cool. Yeah. That would be, that'd be up, my <laughs> yeah. up my angle of what I'd like to yeah. do. So I guess if we kind of yeah. continue on, I think we've kind of touched on all of the, the, t- ton the of culinary. Stuff yeah, February, ton yeah. Of, you know, we actually, as we're kind of marketing it, mm-hmm. we're kind of started thinking about like February's for foodies here. Yes. So there's, you know, all sorts of culinary stuff. Um, but there's other great events happening. So again, I always look at what's happening at uh, Scotiabank because there's always events happening mm-hmm. there. Um, so the AUS basketball championships are happening. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. So I was at that a, a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and, um, it's really high quality basketball. And yeah, again, it's, it's really a really good. good family event. It's very mm-hmm. social, something fun to do. Um, so that's a few of the, the events happening at Scotiabank. I believe there's a, a Scooby-Doo event coming if you have a, a yeah, family. Yeah, Scooby-Doo show. Yeah. I oh, think. wow. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know if it could be in the Lost City, or? I believe. Yeah. yeah. So that's coming up. Um, yeah in March, mid-March. Okay. So something to look at. So that's kind of events. I think the other thing to keep in mind, too, is I know, again, I keep saying the wrong thing here because in Mm -hmm. winter, you know, we all want to stay indoors. But I always know when we go outside, especially with the kids, and Mm -hmm. dress up and go for a walk, you always feel so much better. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel like it's a you should really plan, go for a walk down Argyle or Barrington, Mm -hmm. you know, just – take in the shops, have a leisurely stroll, and then figure out what you want to do. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we forget and <laughs> we just want to stay inside. Yeah. Even the waterfront. Go and brave the waterfront. Yeah, the waterfront is nice. Yeah. Put on a toque and, and away you go. Yeah. So a few other things that, um, and I, I have a, a great team at Discover Halifax, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to lie. They put this list together um, for me with, uh, with some direction, but, you know, they did a good job here. Neptune has really, I don't know about you guys, but really been stepping up their game in the last few years, and their shows just keep getting better and they better. Do. yeah. They're except, exceptional, really. And so there's one that's coming up called Controlled Damage that I'm okay. personally, so it's about Viola Desmond. Oh, that's so, right, yeah. Yeah, so I think we all know Viola Desmond mm-hmm. is now on the $10 bill yes. and, you know, activist from the North End, mm-hmm. um, so it's it's about her. So I think okay, that yeah. would be, you know, exceptional. I'm seeing original play. It, looks, it, has, it does look really good. Yeah. Yeah. And they also have a lot of different partnerships with mm. restaurants. That's right. They do. Yeah. Yes. So that's kind of always something to plan for 
you know, why not do dinner and a show, mm-hmm. make it a night, make an experience, especially if you're a visitor and why not come mm-hmm. in on a weekend, stay at a hotel, go for a walk, yeah. <laughs> you know, make it shops. into an event, yeah. exactly, yeah, go, go shopping, why not? Um, Discovery Center has a new featured exhibit, so Beyond Rubik's Cube. I think it came out just before Christmas, mm-hmm. but that's really cool. Yeah, it is yeah, cool. Yeah, we've already yeah. checked it out. Yeah, we yeah. have. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's always a good one for families. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have on going here? A really cool one and interesting one that I haven't tried yet, but I'd like to, is the shared table dinner at the yes, Halifax Brewery really Market. Yes. Yeah. It does look yeah. really neat. I yeah. think they're kind of moving on that trend of people want to be together to experience something authentic yes it's definitely an authentic experience yeah, like a shared yeah. experience yeah. the community and yeah. meeting new people or going with you know somebody that you do know yeah and, i think um, also local, the idea yeah eating local, eating local and knowing organic. and seeing where your food is coming from and who's exactly. making it directly yeah, yeah. like from farm to table yeah uh, it kind of experience yeah and that's yeah. been on trend but i feel like they took this to the next level because it feels more social somehow Absolutely. and it just yeah. i don't know it's, that seems like a really fun one I mean, obviously, we can get out and visit our museums. So the yes. um, yeah. Nova Scotia Sports Hall of Fame is free. Maritime Museum of the Atlantic, obviously, if you mm-hmm. haven't been, that's a good one. But any of the museums, really, Art Gallery of Nova Scotia, might as well stop in there while you're at it. And, and, and they're all very family-friendly, too. Mm-hmm. It's a really good time for sports in the city, too. Yes. With yeah. the new Thunderbirds out, mm-hmm. hurricanes have now started up, Mooseheads, of course, that's always a popular one. But it really is a good time for sports. Yeah, if you're, if you're into sports, it's a good time to get yeah. out and watch them. Has anyone been in a Thunderbirds game yet? I haven't, but no, I haven't either. my um, nephew went, and he's in his early 20s, and he loved it. It's very, I think it's fast-paced. They play music all through the game. Yeah. Um, you can get some drinks and food, and yeah, I think, it's, I think they're supposed to be pretty fun. And our former co-op student actually named the team mascot. Yeah. Won the he contest. Did. He won no. the contest. Yeah. Bolt. Yeah. 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 Ethan, <laughs> Ethan Craig. Yeah. Ethan Craig named Bolt. Bolt. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That is, that's something to put on your resume. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also the hurricane games are really fun. Yeah. And they're also pretty economical to get tickets to go to the Hurricanes games. So yeah. you can go. I mean, really, you could just live at the Scotiabank Center Yeah, you all really winter. could. <laughs> just be all, bring your tent. all winter yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, if you add a meal to that, then it you know becomes a whole evening event. Like, yeah, it's exactly. super fun. Yeah. And a lot of the yeah. games on the weekends are in the afternoons. So you can, you know, come down, go shopping or go to one of the attractions, go to the game, go for dinner. Yes, you can make a whole day downtown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, that's just a few of the ideas mm-hmm. and I think if we spent more time we'd find a whole bunch more yeah. but it's you know again February you think of trying to stay inside and there's a ton of stuff there's a lot going on there really yeah. is um, and even March break there's tons of things going on March break a lot of yeah. the attractions are already advertising their March break camps and programs um, so then it's also a great time to come into the city get a hotel room stay downtown go to the attractions and go to games at the Scotiabank Center and yeah it's, there's lots of stuff yeah. going on yeah. yeah for sure yeah So finally, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners about Discover Halifax? The one last thing I would add is um, last year we launched a program called Handpicked Halifax. And so what that program is, is it's um, a program that is curated experiences Mm -hmm. for the city. And it really kind of goes on the trend that visitors are looking for really authentic experiences that showcase what makes a destination unique. Mm -hmm. So really that whole notion of where do the locals go, you know, what's really cool, where's the oldest building in the city, learning about the Halifax explosion, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and, and we have all sorts of different buckets. So if you're into food, we have a foodie bucket. If you're into culture, if you're into outdoor, if you're into events. So that's something that, you know, as people are planning their trip or locals alike like to really look at because we try to keep that up to date and, and find stuff that, again, wouldn't be on someone's normal hit list. Mm-hmm. You know, we really try to think about what's kind of the, the hidden gem, so yeah, to speak. You so, do that. You yeah, know, you wouldn't know about, you wouldn't see in the tourist, uh, regular tourist things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's something to to keep in mind, and okay. you know, to the businesses out there, and especially businesses obviously within in your district. I mean, we're always looking for what's happening, and I think experiences mm-hmm. are, you know, one of the things that we would love to see more of from businesses. They all do them. It really is just 
thinking about them in that way. Yeah, or getting them to think about offering experience. Exactly. They don't yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I think, you know, restaurants do do that, but sometimes they don't think about it. Right. Yeah. But, you because know. Because a lot go, of people, I think, when they hear the word tourism, they think, oh, the big attractions like Citadel yeah. Hill and mm-hmm. the waterfront. But, you know, it's the businesses uh, yeah. downtown that really mm-hmm. offer those really authentic experiences mm-hmm. for the visitors. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's even, you know, we'll, we'll say to restaurants, tell your story about, you know, the owners or tell mm-hmm. the story about where the food came from or tell mm-hmm. the story about how the business even got their name. Like that's what actually takes the experience yes. to the next level. Yeah. Like people just really want to understand the background or the history behind mm-hmm. something. Like it can be really simple, but it really enhances the experience. Right. And a good example of that would be the five fishermen and their history with the Titanic and the Halifax explosion being a morgue. Like people are fascinated by that. Mm-hmm. And people want to go there just because they want to say they ate at this restaurant that mm-hmm. was a yeah. morgue at one That's point right. for victims of, you know, the Titanic. Yeah. yeah. There's Even a lot the, of history downtown. Yeah. yeah. Like the press gang too. Yeah. Like yeah, the building's the super old. Yeah. You walk in there and you look around, but to bring that to life mm-hmm. and say, let me tell you about this. Yes. You yeah. know, and even something like the shoe shop, the economy shoe shop is known locally for their nachos. And sometimes right. people come from away and they're like, nachos? Like, what is that? Why is that special? But you go there, you get a huge plate of nachos, and it's just something that the locals do. Yeah. 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 It's the layered cheese. It's the layered cheese. That's <laughs> yeah. cheese. the layered cheese. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the music, too, I yeah, think. Exactly. You know, the Carlton. Yeah. What are yes. they, I mean, that's what they're famous for is the music. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes the, the businesses take it for granted, but that's really cool to someone coming in who doesn't really know about mm-hmm. that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And what is the website for Handpicked Halifax? Do you have a direct URL? You can there? actually go to handpickedhalifax.com. Okay. Um, but everything that I spoke about is also on our website, which is discoverhalifaxns.com as well. Okay. We so always we forget will the have, NS. Yes. <laughs> we will have links on the pod, downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast to those Perfect. pages too, so people can find them. And yeah, that's great. So uh, I think that's it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. That was Erica Pellerin, Vice President, Marketing and Visitor Experience at Discover Halifax. You can learn more about Discover Halifax at discoverhalifaxns.com. For more information about the events that Erica mentioned, you can check out our events calendar at downtownhalifax.ca slash events, or you can visit discoverhalifaxns.com slash events. And this is actually the second time that Erica has been on our podcast. She was interviewed at our AGM last year, and you can listen to her interview in Episode 4 of the Downtown Lowdown at downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast. And now for BizBuzz. It's time for BizBuzz, and we have a new DHPC Membership Engagement Manager, Luke McLaren. So he just started at the beginning of January, and we'd like to welcome him to Downtown Lowdown. Uh, He'll be reporting on BizBuzz every episode. Luke, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role with Downtown Halifax Business Commission? Uh, Yes. So hello, hello. Hello, Uh, welcome. I am so excited to be a featured guest here on uh, (laughs) the the Downtown Lowdown. Yes. A little bit about myself. I am originally from Moncton. Uh, I've been in Halifax. We won't hold that against you. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I've been in Halifax for a bit, uh, over a year now, uh, since I graduated at St. Effects in 2018 with a degree in political science. And I've worked a couple summers doing radio station in Moncton. I've also worked with Canadian Blood Services doing volunteer recruitment and uh, getting as many blood donations throughout the summer. And then I've also worked for uh, Canadian Parents for French for just about a year here in Halifax, uh, which is a nonprofit doing different activities for French immersion students. And I also ran in the federal election back in Moncton. So I was home for a couple Mm -hmm. months, but it's really nice to be back in Halifax. And Mm -hmm. I'm incredibly excited to get started here with uh, DHBC and in the membership engagement manager position. I can't wait to get out and start putting faces to names to all the businesses downtown Mm -hmm. and, and meeting so many new people, so yeah. I'm very excited for that. That's great. great. We're yeah. excited to have you. Yeah, welcome. Welcome yes. to downtown, and oh, welcome and the to downtown. Oh, the staff here has been incredibly friendly. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, you got to say that, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. Exactly. We didn't yeah. pay you to do that. No. no. Yeah. Exactly. No. <laughs> you still haven't brought us donuts, but there's oh. still time. There's still time. <laughs> there's lots of time. <laughs> You'll get to know Alana and her obsession with donuts That's as right. uh, time goes on. Well, <laughs> there goes my Valentine's Day idea. I was going to bring donuts for everybody, but now it's not well. a surprise. I can, we can still pretend it's a surprise. What's what's a surprise? <laughs> what? We what? <laughs> anyway, I guess okay. you have some news, some business yeah. news for us. I do, yes. Okay. So 
like I said, I'm, in, I'm incredibly new uh, here. I've been here with DHBC just since the beginning of this year, but there's also some new businesses downtown as well. First one is Cove Kombucha Office, which actually just opened across the street from us uh, at 1533 Barrington Street, Suite 302. And according to their website, their kombucha is brewed using fresh, ethically sourced, and organic loose leaf tea. Uh, they ferment their tea for over a month, resulting in a true kombucha that is full of probiotics, fantastic for you and your tummy. They sell wholesale to stores, bars, and restaurants, and their website is covekombucha.com. Have you had kombucha? I have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not for everybody, It's not yeah, my right? favorite thing. Um, yeah. So actually, I used to work at a market in... Moncton, sorry, uh, but uh, when I <laughs> we'll when let I worked it slide with, this time. yeah when I worked with Canadian Blood Services, actually the woman in the booth across mm-hmm. from me, she uh, made her own kombucha, and oh, every every Saturday morning at like seven a.m. she'd bring me a little tiny taster of it, and yeah. I would smile and drink it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's my experience with kombucha. I know my sisters love it, and uh, you know, it, like you said, it's it's not for everyone. It's, not, but it's, it's basically like a tea, tea then. It's, it's like fermented tea. tea. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so there are different kinds mm-hmm. of flavors. Okay. Um, there's a range. Like, yeah, it's all. It's I like it okay. personally. I am a kombucha fan. Okay. Um, and it's it's delicious. It's uh, it's a little bit fizzy. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say bubbly, but more effervescent than bubbly. Oh, okay. nice yeah. word. Uh, I'll have to try it. And it's very refreshing, especially in the summertime. Okay. I go to my yoga class, and then I have a. You know, ball of kombucha. Oh, wow. you're a, yeah. <laughs> I know, huh? You look at me, you wouldn't get <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 out. Okay, um, I'm going to have to try it. I'm yeah. going to check it out. Yeah, yeah they're different flavors, too. With okay. Cove, they were actually nice enough to stop by before the holidays to okay. our office and drop off some samples. So I got to sample their orange and ginger kombucha, and okay. it's really, really good. good. Yeah, it's really good. I'll check so it out. I would recommend. And I also might have just not had a flavor for me. Because yeah, I've heard true. that it completely varies by the oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. So, so you know, many some flavors. people might not like one, but like, really like another. So. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get some more um, of their product yeah. and try it out again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I mean it'll be pretty easy because it's just right across the street. So exactly. Yeah. All right. And uh, secondly, another one that has uh, moved downtown is the Atlantic Filmmakers Cooperative, or AFCOOP. They've moved to 1531 Grafton Street. AFCOOP is a nonprofit community organization dedicated to supporting the production and presentation of independent films and moving image-based work in a collaborative learning environment. They have been incorporated since 1974 and visit afcoop.ca to find out more. It is A-F-C-O-O-P.ca. Yeah, they're a great little organization. No, I shouldn't say little. <laughs> they're not that little. <laughs> they're a great organization. I was uh, on their board for a number of years, mm-hmm. uh, years ago, and they do a lot of great work. They really foster new filmmakers okay. and the learning environment is really true for them because they, they do a lot of workshops. Um, they bring in uh, lots of uh, filmmakers that are in the field to teach uh, new filmmakers. Mm-hmm. They give out grants, um, So and they even do screenings, too. They actually produce the HIF, uh, sorry, is it HIF? Yes, yep. HIF uh, Festival. So okay. it's the Halifax Independent Filmmakers uh, Festival. And that was in June, I believe. Um, maybe, yeah. I just watched the trailer. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, you did. Okay, good. Yeah, because I was kind of looking into it, and I, I d- just watched the trailer for last year's HIF, uh, mm-hmm. and it looked really interesting. Yeah, There's some really interesting films made. And that's been going on for a yeah. few years now. So yeah, oh, good. They're downtown. Yay. We also have one relocation, uh, that is Rugova's Pizza. They have recently relocated to 5228 Blower Street, uh, a new addition to the Pizza Corner area. Rugova's Pizza has been serving up pizza, wraps, fish, and chips, and much more to diners in Halifax for nearly a decade. Family-owned and operated, their number one priority is cooking the most delicious food with the freshest ingredients. To check them out online, visit rugovaspizza.ca. Yeah, we had that uh, last week. Last yeah. week, that was yep. good. Yeah, yeah, it used to be it my was, go-to spot. Yeah, because it used to be right, and, right beside yeah. my apartment. Yeah, so I would just walk down every Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was my little tradition, and then moved, and I was devastated. Oh, it was now, so good. Yeah, and now fine. it's right around the corner from work. So yeah, to work, and you love their subs, don't you? Yes, yeah. their donair subs. Actually, it was great. I went into the new, uh, the new location, and I went in. Really nice. We yeah. got TV set up. They're playing sports there, so it's great. And I went up and asked if they had the same menu, and the guy said yes. So then I have a very specific order because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a very picky eater. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a donair sub with no veggies. Uh, and when I said it, he was like, yes, Mr. Donair Sub. Oh, <laughs> so were, I was going to yeah. ask if they remembered you or not. Yes, so he remembered me, and that felt amazing. Yeah. <laughs> do you want us to call you Mr. Donair Sub? <laughs> no, please not. <laughs> Everyone that's, out that's there. That's only for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's only for him. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, so in other business news, uh, the Halifax brewery market is expanding and looking for new entrepreneurs and local businesses. In the first quarter of 2020, the market will be taking over 1,082 rentable square feet and looking for fresh faces and produce to fill the space. Everyone is invited to meet the market staff and board members and tour their space on January 15th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at 1496 Lower Water Street. The brewery market is a not-for-profit cooperative focused on small-scale primary producers and artisans. Vendor applications are accepted on an ongoing basis. The market strives to incubate small businesses and grow the local economy. Find out more at www.halifaxbrewerymarket.com. Yeah, that's great oh. that they're expanding. Yeah, they're expanding. Yeah. yeah, they're growing. Yeah. Definitely give more opportunity to people that are, you know, have a, like really small business or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And, yeah, want some exposure on the weekends. And as Luke said, it's a great incubator for small right. business, mm-hmm. like for potential business. So mm-hmm. if you're an independent artisan or crafter or whatever, you can have a booth at the market and it's a great location. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. great. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Especially if, you know, down there for the weekend, there's so many things around there. I mean, the Patagonia is there mm-hmm. and go in and see if there's sales, things like that. So, That's right. Yeah. You can visit the market and, and look at all the other retailers and restaurants. There are yeah, restaurants, there's restaurants there as well. As yeah. well. Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. Well, thanks Luke. That was great. You're, it was your first podcast yeah. with yeah. us. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm excited for future ones. Yes. Yeah. More, more to come Luke. Yes. And now for some shameless self-promotion. And now it's time to talk about ourselves and what we're doing. That's right. And the first thing we're going to talk about is Wake Up Downtown Halifax. So we first did Wake Up Downtown Halifax back in September 2018, and we decided that we would try it in the winter the next time. So this initiative is actually based on something that Victoria BC did a few years ago called Wake Up Victoria, and we heard about it from Ken Kelly, who was the general manager of the Downtown Victoria Business Association, and who is now with the International Downtown Association. Um, and he uh, told us about the idea, I think it was at the Downtown Atlantic Conference. Oh, probably, one year. yeah. yeah probably. And we thought, oh, that sounds like a yeah. really interesting initiative. Yeah. Um, and we did talk to Ken, and we did, you know, he does know that we're doing it. So oh, yeah. Deal. <laughs> R&D. Yeah, you know. R&D, yeah. So rip off and duplicate. That's right, that's right. <laughs> no, your ideas. Yes, they, yeah. they are very aware that we're doing this. Yes, and yeah. they are, yeah, well, it was, they were willing to share. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so basically what it is, it's an initiative where uh, coffee shops, cafes, and restaurants give out free coffee or tea, where applicable, to, cons- to customers who bring in a reusable mug. The goal is to get people thinking about using reusable mugs in their everyday routine in place of single-use coffee cups. I think we all know by now that single-use coffee cups can't be recycled. They go right into the trash. And we will hear more about this later in this episode when we interview Chloe Kennedy, who is the Waste Resource Education Officer with HRM. So Wake Up Downtown Halifax is taking place on Tuesday, January 28th, 2020. It starts whenever the participating business is open and goes until 10 a.m., although some of the businesses that open later are choosing to go until 11 a.m. So we have about four businesses signed up as of now um, when we recorded this in early January. So they include Cabin Coffee, which is on the corner of Salter and Hollis Streets, and Toho Tacos and Tequila is opening uh, early for this event, and they are going to be giving out a special Mexican coffee between 9 and 11 a.m. Ooh, yum. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Summit Cafe and Summit Place is participating again. That is a great little um, cafe, coffee shop. Uh, They do really good breakfast sandwiches and lunch sandwiches. And Cafe Teaki 52 on Brunswick Street is also participating again, and they are opening at 9, and they're going to 11 a.m. also. We are still welcoming businesses to participate in this event. If you are located in downtown Halifax and would like to be involved, email info at downtownhalifax.ca. It's important to note that all participating businesses will receive a $100 honorarium to offset the cost of the free coffee, plus you will receive promotion on our website and social media platforms. If you'd like more info on Wake Up Downtown Halifax, you can check out downtownhalifax.ca slash wakeup. We will be updating the webpage as more businesses join in, so keep checking it. Or again, if you're a business interested in getting involved, you can email info at dentonhalifax.ca. So again, uh, this year we're going to be giving out free reusable mugs. And so this year we actually increased the number to 300 Wake Up Downtown reusable mugs. So if you don't have a reusable mug, you can pick one up at our office at 1546 Barrington Street. We are right next door to DeSera's Art Store, and you can pick them up uh, between 8 and 9 a.m. in the morning. So last time we gave out the mugs pretty quickly. I think within the first five minutes, the mugs were gone. So we have more mugs this time. So if you don't have a reusable mug, come get one from us, and you can go use it and get your free coffee or tea. 
Yeah, and they're really nice reusable mugs, too. Yes. They're quite nice. Yeah, they are really nice. They're going to be navy this year. They're navy, and they have the logo engraved on it and a nice lid, so it's something that you can definitely carry in your bag and reuse over and over again. And then get a free coffee. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So when we did Wake Up Downtown Halifax in 2018, Paul, our CEO, Paul McKinnon, uh, went to about nine different locations. He had eight coffees uh, at one, in total, so a coffee at each location, mm-hmm. and then and one tea, and he did selfies. It was really yes. pretty funny yes. because he did a whole collage of him just doing selfies with coffee. So by the time he got back, I think he was pretty buzzed. He was pretty buzzed, yeah. I think but he, psyched because he loved yeah. the the event so I much. I think it was his favorite event that we've ever done. Because he's just so into coffee. He loves coffee, yeah. <laughs> and he loves to talk to people, go out and talk to people. So it was a That's good true. excuse for him to get out and talk to, to lots of people, meet people, and drink coffee. Yeah. So it was like a social event for him. Yeah. So if you do participate in Wake Up Downtown Halifax uh, this year, you'll probably see Paul around mm-hmm. at different little coffee yeah. shops. We should do a contest and see if, like, if you can spot <laughs> Paul. Paul yeah. <laughs> it's like, where's Waldo? Where's but where's, Paul, yeah. where's Paul? But anyway, more on that later. <laughs> yeah. And you can see his collage. It's actually on the downtownhalifax.ca slash wake up webpage. I put it on oh, there. Oh, you yeah, did? You okay. Yeah, and all his pictures. And if you want to see other photos from Wake Up Downtown Halifax from last year, you can search the hashtag wake up DTHFX. So looking ahead to the rest of the winter, we have a lot of social media giveaways coming up over the winter. Um, it's sort of like the winter of giveaways. So make sure you're following at Downtown Halifax on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We usually do a big giveaway around Valentine's Day called Show Your Downtown Love. Um, we do some giveaways around March break, and we also will have some tickets to give away for the Savor Food and Wine Show in February and to a Halifax Hurricanes basketball game in March. So lots of chances to win some exciting prizes. And we'll have more information on our next episode of other initiatives happening over, um, over the winter months. And that's it for Shameless Self-Promotion this episode. Chloe Kennedy is a waste resource educator with Halifax Regional Municipality. She and her team of four fellow educators engage with communities and businesses to help reduce landfill waste. They develop and deliver innovative education programs to help all residents understand how to better recycle and compost, as well as how to reduce waste at home and at work. Chloe, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. So can you tell us a little bit more about the HRM Waste Resource Education Programs and what you do with them? Absolutely. Uh, So as you mentioned, our team has five educators, of which I'm one, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, we develop and deliver lots of different kinds of programs to schools, businesses, communities. Another really important component of our program are two diversion and uh, planning officers. So they actually conduct inspections of businesses to make sure that, you know, all the right recycling and organic spins are in place so that businesses aren't sending recyclable and organics to the landfill. So the educators work quite a bit with the officers to make sure that businesses have the support they need. So we deliver, you know, sorting guides, bin labels, we do lunch and learns, and really try to provide um, support for them to try to uh, increase their, their waste management. Yeah, that's great, because mm-hmm. we, we, Alana and I were both at the uh, presentation, uh, one of the presentations back in October, I believe, mm. of 2019, and it was, like, really eye-opening. Yes. You know, you had so yeah. such great information, and mm-hmm. we thought, oh, this would be great for the businesses to know. Yeah, so that was actually a special seminar that we developed for Waste Reduction Week. So every year from October, you know, third week in October, is right. a week dedicated just to talking about waste issues, and it also, this year, coincides as you probably know, with uh, Small Business Week. Uh, So we thought, wouldn't it be great to have a seminar for businesses about how they can reduce single-use plastics? Because that's a huge concern Mm -hmm. for businesses right now. You know, they know their customers want reusable alternatives. They Mm want to send less material to the landfill. So, but they also w- want convenience. So, like, how do you mm-hmm. balance that? Exactly. Yeah. How do you send less to the landfill while mm-hmm. still offering convenient right. solutions? So we, yeah. you know, as you and know, without have affecting their bottom line mm-hmm. kind of thing too, mm-hmm. right? That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I were a, a business owner or a manager, mm-hmm. um, how would these uh, education programs benefit us uh, as a biz- as businesses? Mm-hmm. Do you come in and? You mentioned Lunch and Learns. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So the the education programs are very helpful for businesses for understanding what the municipal bylaws are. Because a lot of people think, you know, maybe it's different at work than it is at home in terms of waste management. Mm -hmm. But all across Nova Scotia, you know, from Sydney, Cape Breton, all the way down to Yarmouth, uh, there's the same laws in place. 
in terms of what's banned from landfills. So a lot of people don't realize that even written into, you know, provincial law, there's bans on mm. organic material and on recyclable items. So if you're running a business, uh, you have to comply with those regulations. So really understanding what your role is in terms of what policies you need in place, what infrastructure you need in place to be compliant with those regulations. Just like businesses have so many different kinds of uh, health regulations and things that they have to take care of to operate, our job is to help support them. And most businesses that we work with are really enthusiastic about this. You know, they want to do it not just because it's in the regulations, mm -hmm. but because they want to do the right thing. Exactly, and they want to yeah. let I've their customers that as well. know that, mm -hmm. you know, they're doing their part for the environment. Yeah, there's a real interest in this. Absolutely. Um, they really do want to do the right thing and, right. Mm. you know, try to, you know, save the planet because, you know, we are, you know, we're we're in trouble here if we don't, you know, if we don't do something now. Well, that's it. And, you know, the, uh, we've been just so impressed and heartened by the commercial sector in HRM. You know, there's some real leaders out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what is the biggest misconception about recycling in Halifax? Ooh, now that is an excellent <laughs> question. That's a fun one. Yeah, I thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> no, it's, it's a really great question. It's one that we... Um, one that we get a lot, we do a lot of kind of what we call myth busting around, okay. you know, recycling and organics. So one of the big ones that we hear has to do with the blue bag. So a lot of people think, okay, say that I have, you know, a coffee cup lid that has the little arrows on it, mm -hmm. or I have a piece of styrofoam that has the little arrows with the number inside. Oh, well, that goes in the blue bag because it has these three arrows on it. It has the recycling logo. A big misconception is that if it has a, the logo, then it goes in the blue bag. But the truth of it is that that little logo is actually called a resin identification code. And it's only meant for industry professionals to tell what kind of plastic it is, not whether it's recyclable or not. So oh. a coffee cup lid and a styrofoam tray both have number six because they're both polystyrene. So it says number six PS. And that just means that it's made of polystyrene. It has nothing to do with whether that's collected for recycling. So in Halifax, we have a container-based recycling program, meaning that we're only able to collect food and personal product in cleaning containers, not, you know, a broken coat hanger or broken right. sunglasses See, or cutlery. I was myself, or, even yeah. at home. I thought all plastics, I didn't think styrofoam could go in, so I mm -hmm. didn't do that, but I thought all plastics could go into the blue bag, and yeah. that's what I was doing at home and at work, and I was like, oh my goodness, I went to the presentation, I was like, I've been doing it wrong I know, time. Yeah. absolutely <laughs> a misconception is you think, well, plastic, that's collected in the blue bag, like mm -hmm. why does my yogurt container, but not my little plastic spoon, go in the blue bag, and that has to do with marketability, what markets exist for plastics. So those non-marketable things like plastic straws mm -hmm. and plastic cutlery, that's why I think the public is turning to those items with a more critical eye. Right. And even like the coffee cup lids, mm -hmm. you mentioned, yes, they have to go in the yeah. garbage also. Yes, unfortunately, yeah. they don't fall under that uh, container category. Yeah. Right. So that's one of our biggest misconceptions. Um, is around that kind mm -hmm. of what the code means and right. what items we do. I knew there was different collect. codes, but I didn't realize that that symbol was for identification because I just thought it was like people using the recycling symbol. Well, it was confusing because that code was yeah. developed back in the 80s for industry professionals. But then in the, in the 90s, it kind of became like the recycling logo, oh. you know, and it was kind of painted green. So if you see right. it without the number inside, then it could just mean like, Yay for recycling. Oh, yeah. but if it has a yeah. little number in the PS or the PP, it's misleading. That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. There's your yeah. uh, most misconception <laughs> fact at the end of the <laughs> yes. day. Yeah. But there are more and more products out there that, uh, yeah. that are recyclable or compostable. Mm -hmm. And I know that in the presentation that, mm -hmm. um, that we saw, mm -hmm. it, the, we did talk about that in the presentation. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, some of some options for restaurants and mm -hmm. businesses, I guess, for downtown. Mm -hmm. But research. So they would have to do the research, I guess, for... Right. Um, or ask you. Or ask you. <laughs> hey, exactly. Yeah. Yes. No, we, we have a, a large team that has lots of resources for business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which actually takes me to my next question. If a business really wants to have you or one of your officers in uh, to do an education workshop or pr uh, presentation or something mm -hmm. like that, uh, what, how would they get in touch with you? Yeah. So the best way to reach us is uh, by email. And that's at wasteless at halifax.ca. That's wasteless at halifax.ca. And wasteless, all one word. We also have a Halifax Recycles Facebook page. So if in Facebook you search Halifax Recycles, that's our page. You can send us private messages to mm -hmm. arrange bookings. And we also have, of course, our mobile app. 
that's available for download. And that app, you can actually search any item and oh, it will tell you which I love that app. In. It's like the garbage app. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like, okay. actually cycles you put in your address, like this week you have its green bin. So you don't have to spy on the neighbors. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, what are the neighbors putting out? It's like, oh, I know it's green bin. And then I, I actually use it quite a bit. Okay. Well, especially so over the holidays to search, like, can you put this in or can you put that that's in? Great. Yes. Okay. Then it tells you what to do with it. I yeah. don't even know. That's yeah. great because, I yeah, do. that app yeah. and the Facebook page, our, our, uh, our team kind of updates yeah. that and makes sure it's uh It's definitely through. an app worth having. Yeah. yeah. And that, it's that would free. Really it's a free helpful. app. Yeah. Absolutely. So For download on Apple download, and Android. Yeah. So just download it on your phone. I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Because yeah. then you, and, and even there, we had a snowstorm recently and I even got the notification through the, that app mm-hmm. saying the garbage will be moved to oh, the wow. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That is helpful. It's very helpful. Yes, yeah, no more arguing with your spouses yeah, or your yeah. families. <laughs> like, let me just search it in the app. Well, know, I saw all these people having their green bins out. Like, oh, suckers. They don't have the app. <laughs> yes, that's right. They didn't get the message. <laughs> they didn't get the message. That, that, that is our weekly conversation with, between my husband yeah. and me. It's like, is it recycling? Is it, well, it's yeah. always recycling every yeah, week, uh, but yeah. is it compost or garbage? It's like, oh, yeah, right. What is it? The app so. is absolutely helpful. It yeah. even for business owners. Yes, You absolutely, know, if they yeah. get a question from their staff, Say, gee, a boss, are we supposed to be putting these plastic straws in the blue right. bag or the garbage bag? You know, they can, that can be a very helpful tool for them as well. Another uh, program that I do want to mention, oh, especially yeah, for businesses, yeah. uh, it's really exciting. We just launched this last month, our business recognition program. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. because we work pretty closely with businesses uh, doing compliance and education, mm-hmm. we wanted to have some way to recognize the businesses that really are going above and beyond. Because as I said, we do have a lot of leaders in the commercial sector who are contacting us, they're reaching out, mm-hmm. they're being proactive, they're responding to you know the customer wants and wanting to do the right thing for the environment. So the new program is called Beyond the Three R's. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's we're going to be announcing one business every quarter throughout the year. So that program can be found online at halifax.ca slash B3R. And okay. that's where you can find a nomination form. So mm-hmm. if you, say, go to your regular coffee shop and you see that they've been phasing out the little mm-hmm. plastic stirrers and encouraging reusable mugs, then mm-hmm. you can nominate them to be recognized. So the business receives a certificate that they can display on the wall of their location. We also do a lot of promotion on social media, so we'll recognize the business publicly so to, to try to bring some awareness around what they're doing and hopefully... Uh, promote them. Oh, that's a great, oh, program. That a great program. So it hasn't mm-hmm. started yet, but it's about to be. So it actually was launched last month. So oh, we have the website up and oh, running. Okay. Yeah, we've got our nomination form. Oh, that's great. Online, so I'll, well, I'll put so a link to that on yes, the downtownhalifax.ca yeah. slash podcast page so people can find it there too. Good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. And also over the holidays, um, we shared your holiday tips for holiday disposals, like decorations and everything, which was great. Yeah, yeah we should have a couple and all that. Because yeah. there's always like people like, oh, you can't recycle wrapping paper. And I'm like, actually, normal wrapping paper yep. you can because mm-hmm. I called through on one. <laughs> you were so diligent. I know. Like, I want to know. Good on you. <laughs> and I go through and I make sure I don't use, as long as it doesn't have foil yes, and yeah. glitter, you can just recycle in their paper recycling, right? For Absolutely. Wrapping paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. If it's just yeah. paper wrapping. Yeah. So a lot of stores now, I actually noticed this year when I was shopping for paper mm-hmm. that a lot of businesses, you know, are providing this more you know, natural-looking, brown-paper-based yes. yes. wrapping yes. paper. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the word is getting out, you know, yeah. that that reduces landfill waste. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah. think I read recently that some places, maybe it's in the States, I'm not sure, but they're going to ban glitter. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. glitter, glitter is, goes yeah. into the ocean. And exactly. It's like, and, yeah, yeah, it's along the same lines as that policy around the microbeads that they yeah, in the, the facial right. yeah. and those. moisture. Yeah, yeah in uh, beauty products mm-hmm. and... Yeah, yeah, glitter might be next. Who knows? I wouldn't be <laughs> sad about losing glitter. <laughs> Me neither. It gets everywhere and you can never <laughs> get it. <laughs> never get, yeah, it exactly. It's so polluting. Yeah. yeah. So. Especially if you get like um, glitter on your wrapping paper or a, a, a wrapping ba- a mm. present bag and it's all over all your stuff. Chloe, is there anything else you'd like to add? You two are really good at this. I think we've just about <laughs> covered everything. Yes, certainly we encourage businesses to get in touch with yes. us at wasteless at halifax.ca and to look into our business recognition program. Okay, well, yeah, thank you so great. much, Chloe. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure. We were just talking to Chloe Kennedy, a waste resource educator with Halifax Regional Municipality. She and her team of four fellow educators engage with communities and businesses to help reduce landfill waste. To find out more information on their education programs, visit halifax.ca or go to the link at downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast. 
The Coast Top 5 Events. And we are back again with Morgan Mullen, the arts and entertainment editor at The Coast, Halifax's Weekly. Today we are talking about events taking place between January 21st and February 3rd. Welcome back, Morgan. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Decade. Yes, thank you. How does it feel? It feels... Feels Same. weird, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I feel old. I've been through too many decades. I know. Nothing's going to be different this decade, but it's just, you know, same old. Same old. old. Manageable goals is the key. Manageable goals. Oh, yes. I like that. Yes. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And that yes. way you don't feel yeah. it's realistic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So, okay. uh, speaking of manageable goals, I'm trying to make more time for my hobbies this year, which works into a nice segue to item one on my list. The Loop is doing knitting courses mm-hmm. uh, at the shop location on Barrington Street. Uh, knitting Beyond Basics is happening January 26th from 10 a.m. to noontime. Um, then they also have other workshops throughout the winter, like Knitting for Beginners and Crochet for Beginners. If you want to not be looking at a phone screen and feeling upset about yeah. what everyone's yelling about on Twitter all the time, <laughs> make something with your hands. It's I think great. that's a great idea. I've always wanted to learn how to knit. I tried once. My great aunt tried to teach me, but she was right-handed and I was left-handed, oh. and she pretty much was like, you're a lost cause. I oh. mean, she's, she was nice about it, but... <laughs> Maybe the Loop should do a left-handed workshop. Yeah. I'm not sure they know how to... Hello, do people, people at the Loop. Am I, am I salvageable? But yes. Um, there are no left-handed knitters in the world. <laughs> yeah, uh, so it says uh, more details are available at theloophalifax.ca, and courses range from 40 to 60 bucks, plus, of course, HST. That sounds fun. I think I might look into that. Really? Yeah. Oh. I think I'm gonna You're going to feel it. so nifty, and your eyes are going to be yeah. so refreshed from not seeing something back. Like I know. And then yeah. cozy if you knit something. That's true. Cozy. Yeah. You I will just make, make a lot of uh, dishcloths. <laughs> <laughs> I think a good aspirational project would be I Saw Little Women last night, and I really yeah. loved it. I want to see and that. Oh, mm. Ivy, you mm. must. I will. Um, they have. They all have these cute sweaters that look like a shrug. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of, like cross yeah. in the front. Okay. That are knit. I feel like that's very advanced. But yeah, that'd be. Advanced, you could work to yeah. that point. I'm sure after like the second day, I'd be able to do that. Yeah, clearly. Start off yeah. with just cloth. You could set immediately set the trend to historically <laughs> accurate short that's sweater right, thing. Yeah. yeah, set the trend <laughs> in Halifax. And I will yeah, go do for it. it. Yes. <laughs> cool. All right. So next up on my list, um, there is a talk called "In Conversation with Carrie Allison: Treaty and Community Relationships." It's being held at the Art Gallery of Nova Scotia on January 30th from 6:30 to 7:30 p.m. It's a free talk. Um, Carrie Allison is a really cool artist who does a lot of uh, beading and embroidery mm-hmm. work and a couple of years ago, she did this really great project uh, where she did a geographically accurate beading of the Shubenacadie River, wow. uh, and it took her a really long time, and she did these really cool sessions where you could come in and like work on the beading with her because she wanted to make it as like much of a community-based project as possible. Over the summer, I talked to her uh, at the coast about mm-hmm. a, a project she was working on that was all different blades of grass to talk about how wow. the idea of like the North American lawn is actually you know uh, an old idea that kind of hangs over from from colonization times and this idea of land and what should be on land and who should be allowed on land and right. things like that. This is my paraphrasing mm-hmm. of her much more eloquent idea. But anyway, okay. yeah. yeah. So basically, uh, I think she's one of uh, the most exciting artists in town right now, and she's always talking about uh, different ways to make these kind of big ideas uh, more manageable and digestible. So mm. that would be interesting. my yeah. thoughts on that. That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. What else do I have on my list? Oh, all right. So Morgan Davis in the year 2020, celebrating 50 years as a professional musician. Uh, He's uh, a blues musician who plays at Barely's House of Blues and Ribs every Monday at 8. Shows pay what you can. He is a delight. Um, I interviewed him for the coast this week, and basically what I really love about his live set Aside from just having a great repertoire that blends like classics and originals, and aside from uh, you know have, like really just like being great at guitar and having a couple different guitars that he switches between, is that uh, he almost gives you a lesson on the genre while also being really really entertaining. Okay. So he'll play a couple of original songs, and then he'll play this like old spiritual from the olden times and like tell you a bit about it and why it was like a super foundational song to the genre and things like that. So you walk away being all like, oh, I get it now. I get what the blues is about, kind of thing. So. Interesting. Yeah. I was just saying, I've never been there. It's not awful. I've never been to Beerleys. Maybe this is my ta- time to go. You should. Check them out. Yeah. It'll be yeah. fun. It's a yeah. fun place. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It has a very good vibe. Yep. Okay. Live yeah. music, some karaoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ribs. Ribs. I like ribs. What well, more you like could you need? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I you still, still I used to love ribs. <laughs> 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 I can smell them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
you're there for the old ones anyway. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, additionally, uh, if you didn't make it to Pacifico for New Year's Eve, it's open now in its new location. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very fun. Lots mm-hmm. of disco balls. All the good energy of the old place brought into the new location. Yeah. And uh, Pino and Loeb, who are there like Friday night uh, DJs, I want to say, like, since time immemorial, but, like, definitely, I would say three to four years. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, a long time. Yeah, I don't know. It feels that way for, like, a nightclub thing. Um, they play every Friday night, and they're really great. They do a great mix of uh, multi-genre EDM music. That's, like, good to go. I'm Fine. dancing in yeah. my chair to indicate what one should be doing while Pino yeah. and Loeb are, are doing their thing. But, yes. Go shake your butt. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of disco balls. You yeah. can see yeah. them through the windows. Mm-hmm. Probably starts too late for me. <laughs> now. So the secret <laughs> I have found as I have entered my late 20s is to have the pre-activity nap. I used to okay. do that. Yes. Okay. I used to do that before going out. The Even pre- when I you never yeah. did that. You never did that? No. I was Ooh. younger. No. Mm. Okay. Too hardcore for that. No, I was joking. Hardcore. nap. It sounds delightful. I would love to nap. Yes. yes, napping is is wonderful. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. <laughs> but it's you take the early evening nap. Yes, and, and then, then you're you refreshed for yeah, the that's evening. True. Yeah, yes, that's right. point. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't do that okay, anymore. Good lesson. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like Ivy might be more of an expert on on the early nap, <laughs> yeah. the pre-activity nap than I. I have or a name for it. Or you sleep until five, and then you get up and go out at night, and mm-hmm. then you stay out all night, and then you sleep in until five the next day. And you okay, start all over again. It's true. I have done that. Yeah. But that was a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Yeah. That was last year. I have a child That's last decade. Life over. Yeah. <laughs> but then when your child goes on to other things, perhaps. Maybe. We get back into it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be dead by then. Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, then. Next on my list. <laughs> on <that laughs> Speed cubing with Graham Watt on January 25th at the Discovery Center. I feel like last time I was yeah. here, I was also yelling about Rubik's Cube. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the theme continues. He's a 16-year-old uh, Rubik's Cube genius mm-hmm. and can finish them in, like, amazing amounts of time. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be showing off his skills from 10.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. on January 25th. And basically, you can go and try to be as great uh, as he is. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a niche toy from the yeah. 80s that has a place in all of our hearts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll never be able to do I'm that. I'm so bad. No, I know. I'm I so bad. Like, I didn't actually I know. know it was solvable until I what, saw really? that movie with um, Will Smith. What was it called? Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Yes. Mm. Did you see that movie? I've never seen that movie. Sol- he solves it. Mm-hmm. He plays, uh, he's ba- it's based on a real person. Um, and he solves yeah. the Rubik's Cube, and then he ends up getting a job because of it. Really? I think so. Oh, is that the movie where he's like homeless, homeless. as a child? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. I thought that one would be too bleak, but now that I know that it has a happy ending, I think I can do it. Yeah. No, okay. it's not bad. It's, I mean, it's Will Smith. I mean, what's not to That's like, true. right? And Rubik's yes. Cube. So and Rubik's there we Cube. go. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you can actually solve it. <laughs> yes, it's solvable. <laughs> I love a sheltered life. <laughs> I need a nap. Take a nap. Yeah. And, be yeah. and then you solve the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Cool. All right. Anything yeah. else? I, uh, I, think that's, I think that's my list. Okay. Yeah. I have a couple more. I would love to hear it. Um, the Maritime Museum of the Atlantic has a special exhibit on called The Sea and Her Blood. It's actually been open since September, but mm-hmm. it closes February 1st. If you haven't had a chance to see it yet, you should check it out. The exhibit highlights 17 local women and their relationship to the sea. It is really pretty fascinating to read about these, the different women and all how they mm-hmm. all... Um, all their relationships to the sea are all very different. Mm-hmm. Um, we did see relevant. the yeah, yeah we went to see the exhibit. Yeah, I've gone yeah, a couple did. times. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, and it's really it really mm-hmm. is interesting. Like women that you mm-hmm. like different kinds of women. Mm-hmm. All some of them are in the navy. Yep. Some of them are activists. Yep. Uh, one is a surfer. And yep, that's yeah, cool. yeah, it's really yeah. neat. Yeah. Um, and then they have some of their Tuesday night talks, which are free talks that they have every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. Um, and some of the women will be talking over the month of January on those Tuesday night talks. So it's Very definitely cool. worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Um, the Canadian Museum of Immigration up here 21, they have a free talk also on Wednesday, January 22nd. It's called 40 Years of Photographing the North, and it's by Nick Newberry. And he lived in Nunavut from 1976 to 2005, and he is going to be talking about his time in the North and highlighting several several of his pictures that document the history and culture of Canada's North. Again, the talk is free and takes place in the Andrean Charles Bronfman Theatre at 7 p.m. Space is limited, so they recommend that you register, and you can find out more about this at peer21.ca events. 
And finally, as we heard from Erica Pellerin, uh, who was on the episode earlier, Dine Around starts on February 1st and runs throughout the month of February to February 29th. It is a leap year this year. Um, just hearing you say that made me hungry. Yeah, I know. I'm actually, my yes. stomach is actually rumbling right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so February 29th, you get an extra day of Dine Around this year. So Dine Around is a program that's been going on for quite a few years now. Um, and you can uh, select from specially curated fixed price menus priced between 10 and $50. So it's a great way to get out and try some new restaurants um, that you haven't been to before. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend getting out there and enjoying Dine Around. It's a great initiative. That's also so affordable too. Yes. It's like if there's a place that you are kind of unsure about yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, try for it that, out. For that price. Yeah. It's, it's also a good gamble. opportunity to try out new dishes because you get like the the set menu. Yes, that's mm, right. Yeah, um, true. So sometimes you be you have to try some things you haven't tried before yeah, and yeah, definitely discover new favorites. And chances are it's probably going to be good because really good. they put it yeah. on that prefix yeah. menu. Yeah, so right? it's almost like a greatest hits of, of yeah. things. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, hmm. I recommend getting out there and enjoying that. Okay. So Where are we that's go? it. <laughs> yeah, yeah so let's look at the list. right now. So, um, I wonder if they offer them now or early. No. <laughs> that's it. That's all we have for this episode. Thank you again for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having um, me. That was Morgan Mullen, the arts and entertainment editor at The Coast, Halifax's Weekly. You can check out thecoast.ca or downtownhalifax.ca for these and more events in downtown Halifax. You've been listening to Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. Find us on social media at Downtown Halifax. If you like what you heard, please share your thoughts using hashtag Downtown Lowdown. For more information and links, visit downtownhalifax.ca.